I was actually thinking I, I'm not gonna do this, but I just thought of it as a like a a goof that it, you know you know how on some episodes Mark Marin plays guitar. Oh God! Don't do that. Play, dude. Play, Don't do that. Keyboard. <laughs> That'd be the lamest thing in the world. Don't do that. I know. It'd <laughs> be so bad. I know. Oh, I'm Q. I said I'm Q. I'm Jewish Dave. This is Bird Road. This is Bird Road. But this isn't Bird Road. What you're what you're about to hear is genius. something is something completely different. Genius, genius, genius. Is uh something completely different. Dave, what are we what what is everybody about to hear right now? You guys are all about to hear my new podcast, Piecing It Together. Apart from all the marbles rolling around in the background of whatever the fuck it is you're doing right now. I'm not doing anything. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that might have been me. <laughs> okay. What are we about to hear, Dave? Wait, do you want to just start it over? No, I'd love this. <laughs> All right. So this is my podcast. <laughs> it's called Piecing It Together. Look at it's me. a movie. Look at huh? Me. Look at me. <laughs> I have the podcast now. (laughs) This is fucking weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. This this is my podcast, Piecing It Together, that you're about to hear. This is the first episode. Um, This is a new show that I'm doing. God damn it. Just thought of like, what if we? I want to start like, I want to start a parody podcast of yours and call it "Piece of Shit Together." (laughs) (laughs) What does that podcast entail? It's the same as your podcast, but I do it while I'm on the toilet. There you go, everybody. So you got all the laughs in now, and now comes Dave <laughs> by himself. So we had to cram a whole bunch of. I had to cram. I knew that. I knew what. Frankly, you guys are in for. So I had to cram in a whole bunch of the funnies up front, so that uh, you know it, it balanced out over time. Welcome to the first episode of Piecing It Together. This is my movie podcast that I probably should have started a long time ago because as those of you who know me know, I love movies. Well, my name is David Rosen. Some of you don't know me. Um, I am a music composer. I compose music for films. I put out albums of instrumental music. Um, I also am in a number of comedy rap groups. I also have another podcast called Bird Road Podcast that I do with my friend Q. And this podcast is going to be my time to talk about movies with a bunch of friends who I have lined up as guest co-hosts. 
and um, I think this is going to be a really fun show. With this show, we're not specifically going to be reviewing movies. We're going to be talking about movies, analyzing them, taking a look at what the inspirations for these movies are, what other movies, what other filmmakers and, and other things like that were instrumental in these particular filmmakers coming up with the ideas for these movies that we are looking at. Um, are, are we experts on these films? No, not at all. We may be wrong with the inspirations that we uh, suggest were there, but I, I think that's going to just lead to some really fun conversations um, where it could go in any which direction and we could you know, have some good times, have some good jokes, and along the way, learn some stuff and get some more uh, uh, recommendations for other movies that we should be watching. Uh, maybe classics that we skipped over that, you know, we like the movie we're talking about now. We would like the other one and we should go back and check out things like that. I think it's going to lead to uh, a lot of really interesting opinions and it should be a really great show to listen to, hopefully, for all of you. Um, for this first episode... Uh, we've got my friend Chad Clinton Freeman, who some of you know from the Polygrind Film Festival, or you know from all my Facebook check-ins at movie theaters over the last couple of years. Um, but we're going to be taking a look at the new movie, Annihilation. And, you know, I think without any further ado, let's just jump into this first episode of Piecing It Together. Everybody, uh, welcome Chad Clinton Freeman. He is uh, my first co-host here on Piecing It Together. We're going to be talking about Alex Garland's new film, Annihilation, uh, which I saw opening weekend. Yes. Chad just saw the other day. And uh, I, I, I hear a lot of enthusiasm over there. <laughs> well, I was happy to be here. All right. This is exciting. Right. Yeah, new a new 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 podcast and I yeah. get to be the first host. I'm excited. I understand so, I understand when you listen back to this thing, it's probably gonna be the first podcast you've listened to. <laughs> well, that's that's not quite true. You forced but, yourself I mean, on a few at least in I, the past. Well, I, I I have listened to a couple of the ones that uh, you've been on before. Okay. Uh, the Bird, Bird Road. Oh, good. And then actually, I was on a couple when I was doing the Polygrind Film Festival. So all right, I listened. Yeah, some of uh, me on the podcast, but yeah, I generally don't listen to podcasts. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, I'm not a talk radio kind of person either. So, um, right, I'm mostly listen to music if i'm listening to things so you know i don't um, i don't want to get on a too much of a tangent before we get started here but that just made me realize i don't think i ever heard that double down radio thing with with project m and mc random and jewish stage yeah. <laughs> i'm sure it's an absolute disaster but uh right. I, I would right. love to well, hear actually, that one day. yeah actually i had that audio on like uh external drive somewhere so nice. it exists nice nice yeah I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to hear that sometime. So, uh, so yeah, this first movie, Annihilation. Um, it's a movie I was really, really looking forward to. I think you were too. Uh, well, at least you were looking forward to it so much as uh, you were a fan of Ex Machina, uh, like I was. And uh, right. So and, and a lot of and a lot of the cast as well. Sure. I mean, yeah. great, great cast. Absolutely. 
And um, so, you know, once we finally got to see it, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to go like full on review here, but I think we're both a little let down. But, um, you know, it, it's certainly not without its, uh, it, you know, its, its positives, this film. Um, there's, there's plenty to like in it and definitely plenty to think about, which, you know, is always a good thing, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, definitely, definitely. But jumping into the theme of this show, I'd say let's like jump into uh, some of where we think some of the inspirations for this film came from. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll go first with my first one, um, which is I think kind of the the obvious one as far as I'm concerned is Arrival, which um, you know I I think this is like. It's at least meant to be, you know, a really smart sci-fi with like a big idea, uh, female protagonist, a uh, big multicultural cast. Um, it also kind of makes no sense at first <laughs> until you think about it quite a lot. Um, and I'm not 100% convinced that it makes complete sense even after I've thought about it a lot. But um, certainly uh, I, I felt the same exact way coming out of arri uh, Arrival. Um I think, uh, you know, another film like uh, I was going to kind of talk about this one in the same breath as as Arrival is uh, Interstellar, which I think is kind of the same right. thing. This the same kind of smart sci-fi that at least thinks it's smart and is trying to you know take on a big idea, and you know whether or not it accomplishes that a hundred percent, you know, we can discuss. Um, but what do you think about, about those as possible inspirations that, uh, were brought to mind when they were making this movie? Yeah, I, I think definitely interstellar, mm -hmm. um, which I think, yes, influenced arrival greatly. Uh, arrival was one that I did come to mind for myself, but I wondered if that was more of, um, unintentional influence. Cause I mean, this one, I I'm sure, you know, I'm sure where they, they were, uh, developing and writing and who knows what all at the time that that one actually came out. Um, but yeah, I think they're definitely for sure, uh, influence inspired in a way from interstellar, sure. um, which is, is the superior movie to both of those. Right. Uh, <laughs> now the thing that the, the big difference though, between arrival interstellar and say this one, is that this one did not have that M night sort of twist to it. It lacked that. I always felt that that was coming, but I didn't feel that it really had that, that M night twist that both of those had. Um, and so I think that this one in a way wanted to play like it was even smarter than those movies. Right. Like, Oh, this movie is so deep. <laughs> that you we're not going to tell you anything you just got to like you know come up with your uh, almost almost in a way like mother if if the director didn't spell out you know uh what mother was about you right. know what i mean right uh, uh, so in a way i kind of like that in a way i kind of don't so <laughs> <laughs> i i hear you on that one yeah i i think but, but, i think yeah, that, but Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, but I was going to say definitely uh, uh, Arrival came to mind. I mean, even the the whole opening of this where she's a teacher. And I mean, it seemed like that there was a lot of the same beats yeah. as Arrival uh, as far as 
going and getting her on board the project and all that stuff. So, yeah. And I know the filmmaker is not always involved in a lot of the marketing of a film, but I mean, certainly I think it was also marketed very much like Arrival. Um, you know, it, it, they used a lot of the same uh, techniques when it came to like the trailer and all that and keeping that mystery of what it's going to be about. Um, you know, and, and, and I think that that, again, isn't necessarily the filmmakers doing, but certainly as far as the overall movie that we're, we're looking at and everything surrounding it, I think it's something that kind of comes into play. Um, and like I was saying, I feel like, or actually more like what you were saying there, uh, as far as like an M night twist. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I think the twist in this one is almost like a bring your own twist in a way it's right. like whatever you're right. whatever you're going to think it's talking about could result in a number of if you were to leave the theater and describe what the twist was you know it, it could be right. a number of different things which is pretty interesting um but again i it's not that i want a movie to hold my hand or anything like that but i i'm not entirely convinced that there was a definitive answer um which is my main problem with the movie. Um, mm. But going from that, what, uh, See, what, I, I, what, I was going to say, I like those things. Well, not to get too much into the review of it, but I, 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 I appreciated th those aspects of it though, uh, in a way, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I certainly, you know, I love a movie where you have to think about it after. <laughs> so, you know, it definitely does give you a lot to chew on. I was on uh, forums pretty much all night after I, after I watched it. So I certainly give it a lot of points in that department. <laughs> well, uh, I, I was going to uh, see, I kind of, um, when I was thinking of it, I kind of came up in pairs of influences, almost like um, how you said interstellar and arrival okay. of for me, for me. And I think it failed on, on, on this side, but influences that came up, that were sort of related um, was alien and aliens, the thing and predator. Okay, I think yeah. it, it, it wanted to be influenced by those or maybe it was inspired, but I feel that it sort of failed. Um, I wanted more of those aspects of the, I mean, it definitely had the, 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 the monster aspects. Um, and I felt that there was and even anaconda was another one that came to mind right um yeah. but but i but i feel like that that aspect of it didn't work uh not for me anyway yeah absolutely you know what that was actually the one that i had second was just alien in general um but other movies that right. follow that kind of formula um so that's, right. that's perfect that you bring that up and yeah it's like and i have a feeling the book that it's based on by uh jeff vandermeer um, I haven't read too much about, about the book version, but, um, I, I have a feeling that those alien elements weren't really too much a part of it. I think that was a kind of a Hollywoodizing it, um, to, mm. to give it more suspense and action and all that. And I, I don't know if I wish that it wasn't there or if they did it more. I'm not quite sure. What do you think? Well, I was my see my thing was is I was I was I was very much disappointed in the monsters and creatures. Okay. I I didn't 
I, I, I was unsatisfied with that aspect of it. So I almost feel like that they should have like left that out because <laughs> I, I really, the CGI took me out of it as far as uh, the big alligator creature and the, the, the other, whatever it was. Um, Scream. Uh, there were, there were, there were some things about the, 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 that, that second secondary one that I thought was neat, but just the visually I was not sold on. Um, but, uh, the environment's but, yeah, I mean, were freaking and, 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 beautiful and, and, though. Like all, yeah, all yeah, the stuff so they that, did with the flowers and the, and like, you know, all the design of, of all the mutated stuff I think was absolutely beautiful. I, I kind of agree with you on the creatures, although scream bear was fun. <laughs> very 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 right. suspenseful some, you know yeah there were there was some 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 fun elements to that one yes for sure um but go, going back to alien you know i think the the whole thing not just creature wise but also you know ripley i think she was an influence you know on natalie portman's character or at least um an, an inspiration absolutely you know? that that's a really good point because especially like that shot of her firing the machine gun in the trailer. That's like a, a total Ripley moment. Right, right. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, you know, continuing on with, with the alien influence, um, you know, aside from the creatures themselves, you know, this was another thing that, you know, I didn't exactly love about the movie is uh, I would have loved, this is another movie. I forget what it was we were talking about recently. Was it Arrival, actually? It might have been Arrival, um, where I said I would almost have rather just like a documentary type movie. <laughs> you know, like I didn't need all the action and the and the this dumb scientist getting killed off. Like I, I would right. have rather known more about the world, more about what was happening in the world, more about the plants, more about the you know, where it came from, all, all that kind of stuff. I would have rather, you know what it was actually, it was, uh, it was, um, uh, Prometheus and, and Alien Covenant. That's what I was saying. I'd, wow. I'd, I'd love to see a movie that's just like all about what exactly David did, where it's like almost like documentary style. But, uh, that's, right. a, that's, right. a, that's a total tangent there, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't know if, if seeing scientists get picked off one by one is something this movie needed. Um, I think there's so much more interesting right. things happening. Right. Um, no, I, 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 I agree with you there. It's, it's almost like there are, yeah, there are just elements that almost like were kind of sandwiched in there again to Hollywoodize it. Yeah. To, to 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 take an art house movie essentially yeah. and Hollywood Hollywoodize it and turn it into a sci-fi big epic to to try to make it a blockbuster in a sense absolutely um which didn't yeah. apparently work based um, on uh, the box office <laughs> right I, I digress. right <laughs> yeah but yeah so, i mean some of the more like uh, like you had mentioned like the 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 mutations of nature the flowers and whatnot like the whole element with the um the people becoming a part of you know the 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 ecosystem or whatever right and the 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 like the flower people whatever you want to call those mm -hmm. that side of it was so like eerie and and really cool and like beautiful at the same time yes um but uh that was just kind of like 
I don't know. There was almost like they were, like they were juggling almost three movies at once in a way. Kind of how you're saying you would, you would rather just the this like scientific, uh, venture, you know, nature kind of side of it. And and I, I I kind of agree with you there. I think, um, like I said, the creatures didn't work for me. So yeah. you take them out, and and yeah, I I would definitely still be interested in what was going on because there were, there were a lot of interesting and, and neat things um, that was happening with it. But as much as you didn't like the creatures, if they made a scream bear pop, would you get one? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be able to resist. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think he, he was pretty ugly. Yeah. He uh, was and, pretty and ugly. Not, and not in a good way, I don't think, but <laughs> But that being that being said, uh, I think it was that part. The gore, uh, well, there was a couple, I guess, gory parts that were pretty, pretty neat. Uh, if I remember right, though, he, he, that creature had a pretty good scene with some blood. Yeah. Uh, aside from aside from the 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 like videotape stuff with uh, Oscar Isaac, which was really good too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that actually kind of leads me into my next one. Um... The, and this one is is a, a very recent movie, so I, I'm sure unless some of the uh, some of the re recuts and 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 the edits that the studio demanded and all that kind of stuff, I I'm sure this one probably is incorrect. Let me just say that up front. Um, but it, it it stems from a conversation I had on the other podcast, Bird Road, um, with Q about. Um, kind of a new thing happening in cinema, which isn't really a new thing, but it, it's something that's definitely happening right now. And it's sort of like a shock cinema that's just like like forcing you to watch what's happening on screen and leaving you like, like what the hell is happening. And the movie that I'm getting at here is Mother, um, mm. which the reason why I say that is because, yes, the gore, like you were just talking about, um, in a in a quite mainstream movie, for there to be as much gore as there was in this movie it was pretty surprising. But also that last thirty minutes of the movie being a straight up. I mean, you know, we're not worried about spoilers on this show, but I'm also not going to go in and just start trying to describe what happened because I don't even know what the hell happened. It it was <laughs> it was just like absolutely, you know, it, it crazy. And I can't, you know, in the same way as while I was watching Mother. I can't imagine what a mainstream audience was thinking during that movie. I can't imagine what a mainstream audience was thinking during the end of Annihilation. Um, right. You know, and a, another movie recently that we talked about on Bird Road uh, is this foreign film that's up for best uh, foreign uh, film at the Oscars called The Square. And there, there's mm. a, uh, a scene in it that also is like one of these scenes that's just like, holy shit, what is happening right now? And that's why I wanted to bring up Mother uh, as an example um, of something that maybe didn't necessarily inspire them while they were making it, but certainly um, uh, I think that 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 spirit influenced them of of trying to uh, shock a little bit in a in a main otherwise mainstream movie. Well, yeah, I mean I, that's the thing is that Mother Mother came to mind for me while watching this too. In many ways, there's that whole again like like i was saying how the open for interpretation aspect of it 
Mm. Uh, but well, and, and, and like you're saying too, some of the shock uh, value moments. And again, I think that's, that's almost like uh, a spillover just from, you know, independent uh, cinema. That's kind of almost like uh, going, you know, mainstream, yes. uh, yeah. which, 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 which is one of the reasons why I did find this movie interesting uh, is that it is, I mean, it's a very interesting movie and I think it's very, you're able to interpret it again, like mother in so many different ways. Um, so I, I, I'm with you there. That was one of those that did come to mind as watching it. And, and yeah, like you were saying, I, I doubt it was an actual inspiration, but I think the inspiration for one or the spirit of both of them yeah. is coming from the same place. Yeah. I'm noticing, um, I'm noticing a lot of these movies that we're mentioning are basically like, like big budget art house movies, which I, I right. think, I think is like a running theme here for what went into making a movie like, Annihilation right. is a director. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing is even Interstellar and, and, and Arrival in many ways were, yeah. I mean, big passion, like art house, you know, director's vision kind of movies, yes, you know, absolutely. as opposed. So, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking um, that when I, when I first saw Interstellar, I was like, this is basically an art house movie with like a hundred million dollar budget, you know? Right. I already mentioned Anaconda and I mentioned it in the one regard as not, far as not like an the, art house movie, by the way. Just just no, 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 throw no, that no, out no. there. I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned, I mentioned it I mentioned it with uh, the creature movies, um, but also at the same time, it fits into this other group that I thought of too, which was um Deliverance and Southern Comfort. Those were two movies that came to mind. And then along the same lines, Anaconda. And and the 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 reason with that is a lot of the look of the where this takes place, the like jungle sort of a, a watery, you know, swampy aspect. Sure. Um, which uh you've got even the the canoeing scene with them, you know. Uh, going from the one place to the other, um, and so I, um, I actually read somewhere that um, I think the director even had mentioned that Southern Comfort was an influence, which was funny because when I was watching it, that's what I, I, I Deliverance and Southern Comfort, which are to me those are very very related um, thematically, and then also with like um, not necessarily the look, but Again, location, I think, and 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 Anaconda also is in that same sort of vein sure. as far as location. Wise. So um, yeah, there's like no yeah. no telling what's out there, you know. But it's it's right, very right. it's very Earth and it's very uh, human. But it's just no right. telling because of the setting, you know. That um, Southern Comfort's something I've I've never actually seen before. Um, which that one of the main oh, it, one it, of the main goals of this show actually I think is to um because of one movie uh you know uh uh being inspired by another movie maybe gives us something to go check out and i think that's something i right. probably should check out because i've never actually seen that yeah so southern comfort is a it's a pretty great movie but it to me it's like a I, I almost feel like it's like a more hollywood ripoff of deliverance in a way okay um 
Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, deliverance really, it, it, it falls sort of in line, I think, with what we're talking about, that like whole indie spirit and like art house kind of, you know, because it, it came from uh, that whole like weird darker raw you know i think it was late 70s maybe because i think southern comfort was early 80s okay. um but it, you know deliverance is more along that like um that vein of like texas chainsaw massacre and last house on the left mm. and then uh, uh, southern comfort is more of a, a, a mainstream kind of version uh, of that film i feel but I, i've always kind of see them as a related in a way um which again which i thought was funny because um deliverance again came to mind anaconda came to mind john voight is in both of those movies i was like (laughs) i wonder if he tried to get like a john voight cameo i mean if if those movies were an influence anyway i'm sure (laughs) that had to have crossed his mind uh of course there weren't many men in this movie but um yeah yeah, that that would have been but, uh, that would have been funny. The the one guy that actually did survive still in there, and he's he's basically a John Voight fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh man, do you uh do you have any other uh any others for this? Well, I do because uh, again, I kind of. Uh, I, I, I I thought of, and I I guarantee it wasn't an influence, it wasn't an inspiration, but I think it's something to to explore and discuss. But what came to mind for me was Blair Witch Two, okay. the Book of Shadow. <laughs> it came to mind to me for a number because that Blair Witch Two always um, reminded me of Jacob's Ladder. And I think Jacob, it's possible Jacob's Ladder was an, an inspiration, but um, Jacob's Ladder and Blair Witch 2 are very similar into uh, theme-wise anyway. But uh, those movies are about reality versus perception. Um, and I don't know that he necessarily, with this film, was playing off of that but what I, the vibe I got, and it's sort of in that same vibe, was creating versus destroying. Right. Um, creating and evolving, mutating, as opposed to decaying, dying, destroying. And I think that was the big theme that uh, went through the, the movie. Sure. Um, but, yeah, but that's what but he said before... too. Alex Garland, I saw some interviews with him. Oh, he, he said that that creating and destroying, that is like the main theme. Okay. Okay. I, I, I didn't read a whole lot. I just read a, a few things and that was not one of the things that I had read, but okay. that was the takeaway that I got with it. So again, like I said, um, but before we explore that theme anymore, but going back to Blair Witch 2, the Blair Witch 2, you've got this movie, it's a group of people, and they go into the woods. Okay, this, you've got this group of people, you know, and they go into whatever, the shimmer, <laughs> whatever yeah. this thing is, which is, you know, very wooded and swampy and whatnot. Um, and then with, uh, Blair Witch 2 also video plays a big part 
and the the video reveals things that uh the the people that are there don't quite see and that we as a viewer we don't see as as like the film plays out i thought video played a big part in this one as well um with the you know the reveal of what happened to uh the team before um that's actually a good point Yeah, and there were some other 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 aspects, and I I can't think right now what they were. But I mean, I, like I said, it, to me this was almost like a a a, a bigger, uh, <laughs> heftier, epic version of the Blair Witch Two. <laughs> well, I definitely didn't expect that one, but you know, you actually make some really good points about it, though. Um, <laughs> that, that is uh, that is awesome that, that it went there well I, 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 okay so I, I wrote this note actually this was uh in regards to Blair Witch and Jacob's Ladder which both psychological horror movies um and what I wrote was an explanation of them was no matter what you want to believe or hope to believe you can't escape reality and that real life horrors are actually worse than the horrors your mind can imagine mm. because they are real now in regards to this one which I felt in the, along that same sort of way, uh, instead of reality versus perception went into creating versus destroying. Um, I put life is a constant decay, a constant changing and evolving, but dying. There's both beauty and horror in that. Uh, what I feel this movie says is life isn't about survival of the fittest or survival of the most creative, but survival of the most destructive. Right. Um, and that's yeah. that's that's where one of the things though, because I feel like this movie is very very negative. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's a, it's like a downer of a movie, uh, which was one of the things. I mean, I don't always need a movie to be positive or to be uplifting, sure. but um, that was one of the things though that w- when I walked out, I was just like kind of like, ah, uh, okay, because <laughs> I think it kind of just it, it it said it, it said to me that those that do the most destroying win. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I <laughs> read know? a, uh, analysis of this movie and it, it's the one that I kind of like the most. Um, and it basically says that, uh, that this movie is, is just a big metaphor for cancer and, mm. you know, everything eventually breaks down because of cancer one way or another. And even if you survive it, it still changed you, you know? Um, mm. And that that being that last shot of the eyes, you know, um, which the I thriller ending. I yeah. Like to call it. Yeah. The thriller ending. <laughs> um, the, the sequel set up for a movie that will probably never have a sequel. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that that goes I into saw, the I negativity. Saw one, I, saw one, about, I say I saw one of Vincent Price laughing um, <laughs> <laughs> at the very, very end. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, great. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is something else I wrote down about the the theme of it. Um, uh, not those that are destructive of themselves and not destructive based on survival, but destructive simply for the sake of destruction. And yeah, that plays into, I didn't even think of that it was a metaphor for cancer, but that what I wrote basically is um essentially talking about cancer right because cancer doesn't 
it it doesn't necessarily destroy itself mm-hmm. and it doesn't destroy based on survival it's it's like it just destroys yeah. for the for the for the sake of being destructive it's, and that's, it's and that's inevitable what it it's just inevitable yeah. it's going to destroy and you know and that's the thing like i really like that um that uh explanation of the film that reading of it but i don't know i i'd love to hear if alex garland had that intention because if he did i think that that makes the film quite a bit more interesting if not it's just a cool theory you know well i i think it is because like i said i mean that's basically what i got without without me putting what i I saw it more on the the level of humans right right as opposed to because there because there are people there are different types of people there are those that destroy themselves and then there are those that uh that destroy nature destroy other people due to survival and then there are, are those that just are destructive and destroy everything in their path people places relationships whatever right. um so i was seeing it more in the in, the, in the, that term but to take that up to cancer the, yeah that 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 makes it even more interesting right um but yeah um see i didn't get that because i think the fact that um Jennifer Jason Lee, her character, she was dying of cancer, right? right. Yeah. I spoiled words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I spoilers. think, <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think because there was actually a character in there that was dying of cancer, I took, I, I don't know, I, did, I didn't even take the whole metaphor of the movie to that level right. of being like, oh, well, the things about cancer. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I totally see that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, takeaway, and I, I think I think I think it it works on 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 a certain level. It definitely works. Um, so I, I have I have one other uh, one other inspiration that I wanted to mention, and uh, this one is strictly on a visual level, but um, and it's not a specific movie, but it's um, all of those really cool like HD nature documentaries um because mm. because I think that uh I think some of the appeal of this project had to be bringing this mutated version of earth to life and uh right. and showing it in all of its alternative beauty, you know. Um and so I I, I just think you know, it, like I said it's it's not specifically a movie. I mean, it would be like, you know, planet mutant earth or something. <laughs> but but uh right. I I think uh definitely there had to have been some uh uh some level of of uh Alex Garland wanting to create it basically to see it in a way uh just to bring that vision right. to life. Right. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, yeah. And, and that and that like the 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 mutated uh nature that aspect of the film visually i i liked a lot like i i give this movie crap because I, I say oh i hated the look of it but it it's not there uh, it's not the, like the nature aspects mm-hmm. it's mostly the cgi cgi uh creatures gotcha yeah <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but but also though the way this film this movie was filmed, I wasn't a big fan of the the whole because the, it it had that whole like sort of dream yeah. like pr- prismy. I think it was almost overdone because it was like the whole movie as opposed to like just when they went into the shimmer. The whole movie had this whole hazy sort of like weird um, dreamlike. Um, state to it yeah i think Um, i think the reason it's like that is because um obviously when they're in the shimmer you know everything's all messed up and mutated and whatnot but then when they're out of the shimmer it's all flashback um i don't think anything is happening in current time uh except for the like the very end um like a couple of the uh the uh uh, interrogation scenes or i don't know if that's right right but but, right. But uh, yeah, a couple of those scenes, but everything else is is various flashbacks, which I think kind of right. lends to that hazy dreamlike, you know, element. Um, but I, I liked how it looked, but uh, I definitely see what you mean, though. Um, you know, and and if you don't buy it, I mean, it's certainly there for most of the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did you have any oh, others? I. I, 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 I... I, yeah, I was going to say uh, superficial, unintentional influences. Again, not necessarily influences or anything, but um, or inspirations, but things that I thought of while watching it. And one of those was actually Blade Runner, uh, the recent Blade Runner movie. I don't know. There was something about, again, and maybe that goes to the, uh, the whole, uh, what we were talking about earlier, about it being a big... Um, you know, art house movie, right? Essentially, yeah. also, um, also smart and, sci-fi. Yeah, and 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 with you know the the main character kind of like not really knowing what the hell's going on. Right. Um, that's the, that's the thing is that um, not only do you know the the audience watching this movie or watching Blade Runner, not only do we not know what's going on but they don't know what's going on either sure sure yeah <laughs> and, that makes sense. and who knows if, and who knows if they know what happened once the movie's over either right so yeah. <laughs> you, you know i was just thinking i i probably sound so pretentious saying the the phrase smart sci-fi but um <laughs> you know i just mean it's not just a big action movie you know it's not just a big right. sci-fi action movie uh something with a big idea behind it that needs to be deciphered but, right. but yeah, no, I think Blade Runner 2049, I think that fits right in with a lot of these movies that we discussed, um, especially uh, right. Arrival. And, um... Right. That came to mind, well, not just visually, but also the fact that um, they were all women and they're carrying these, you know, uh, uh, machine guns and whatnot. Uh, I had this uh, Ghostbusters reboot. I just like <laughs> visual reminder, especially when they're first going in and they walk up to the shimmer and you see like uh, they're not wearing like jumpsuits, but they're wearing like some sort of like overall like heavy jackets and they're carrying the weapons and there's kind of like a, a Ghostbusters reboot visual to it. Um <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, uh, and we were two of the only people who liked that movie, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. so uh, well, I, I, let's give I'm, it some, I'm more. one of the only people that, 
I'm one of the only people that likes Blair Witch too. So, well, let's not even <laughs> let's not even go there. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm okay owning the things I like and then uh, seeing those things in other movies. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 a uh, that's a nice thing to be able to see that to be able to see. Oh wow, someone's paying tribute to Blair Witch too. That'd be like a speed racer for me. <laughs> Well, did you see any? Did you see any speed racer in this? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh -huh. Damn, that would have been good though. That would have been good. I, I, I could see a few places that that would have uh, helped a little bit. Uh. <laughs> oh man! So I, that that's all of my notes. Did you have any other uh, any other uh, specific? Uh -huh. Not, not in regards to like influences or anything. More of like um, things I didn't like about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, I want to do a quick uh, rundown of all of the things that we kind of listed here. Uh, let me know if I left any out. Um, okay. But we've got Arrival, Interstellar, Alien, Predator, Anaconda, Mother, Deliverance. Southern Comfort, Blair Witch 2, Jacob's Ladder, Blade Runner 2049, and the Ghostbusters reboot. Mm -hmm. And Predator. Oh, and Predator. Oh, did I not say? I think I said Predator. All right, I have it written down. Here. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe the I thing, didn't say the it. thing. Oh, the thing. The thing. Okay, yes. Yeah. Had the thing to do. And again, that and again that that was more in line with just the Alien and Predator sure. and, and the thing, just the big monster what the hell is yeah. going on here sort of that's actually a good point um, that I, I didn't i didn't respond to when you said that earlier because yeah i you know whether you liked how these creatures looked i mean they were some of the more inventive looking creatures i've seen recently not so much the uh the alligator that just kind of looked like an alligator but uh some of the other things that were popping up in this movie were were pretty damn cool looking. Well, at least I like the word you said, inventive. Inventive, yes. I, I, I didn't think they were cool looking, but <laughs> but yes, inventive. Inventive. Inventive, yes. that's a good word. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think with all that, uh, we should move on to uh, what I've been calling the finished puzzle, which is basically this movie that we've been talking about the whole time, Annihilation. Uh, we went into it uh, a bit here and there about how we liked it, but... Overall, uh, how did you like this movie? Um, I would say, I actually, as as much as I, I complain about this movie, I I did like it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't love it. Sure. Um, uh, I I liked a lot of aspects of it. I like how it did make me think. Um, the the big distraction was the CGI monsters for me. <laughs> um. Uh, says, uh, the the fact the 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 uh, this is one of the things that I, I posted on somebody who who saw it and they were talking about it. I said, for as much I didn't like how it looked, and as much as a like downer of a and depressing of a movie, negative of a movie it was, uh -huh. I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I good. mean, generally. It, Generally, if you have these these, if I have these number of complaints and marks against it, right. I'm generally not going to say I liked it and I'm not going to recommend it. But I mean, I would recommend this movie for people to watch. I I, I I did enjoy it, 
Um, there were, as far as, I mean, like I say, the, 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 the CGI, I really didn't like, like the, we didn't talk about the, the, the shadow at the end, um, <laughs> yet, but, the, the, the gimp character is what I like to think of. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, right? I, that scene, that scene, I like that scene, but I think that that scene would have been so much cooler if I wasn't distracted and thinking, God, that looks like shit. Because <laughs> I just hated how it looked. Right. I mean, I wish it would have been. More, I wish it had been more like, like, um, like the Rubber Man on American Horror Story. You know, right? And had more like a, a creepy, just like, I don't know. I just, I, it was really distracting for me. That's funny because um, that's what I kind of thought he did look like a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, well, I, I, I would have like, liked more of a blob or something like, like a straight up blob. Right. You know. Right. But I mean, I just, I, that's the thing is I, I generally don't complain about CGI. I mean, I defend CGI like gods of Egypt. I'll defend that movie and say, what are you talking about? Right. Right. That's, that's great. But this one, it really took me out of it. I don't know why that was, but uh, you know, as much people complain about like CGI and justice league, which didn't bother me either. This one though, the CGI bothered me. <laughs> so, that's fine. So again, with those complaints, I still liked it and uh, still would tell people to watch it. That yeah, I, I I'd have to completely agree with you. Um, you know, I I have plenty of complaints about it. Um, one that I didn't even get into is I I thought there was some pretty like bad acting here and there. Um, and that may be more of the the script. I'm not sure, but uh, it seemed a little clunky at times. But regardless, I mean, th there's plenty to like in the movie and i definitely would recommend people watch it i have recommended at least three people over the last few days uh, they were like so you didn't like it i was like no no i liked it go watch it you know and <laughs> and i'd also say um you know 2018 hasn't really started off that great i'd say this is probably my favorite movie so far this year um i don't think it'll I'd be probably, in my top I'd, 10 i probably have to agree with you yeah i don't think I it'll be in my I'd top have... 10 at the end of the year but uh it, it's definitely as of now I, i'd say it's my favorite movie so far um and and i love i love when a movie takes chances and this movie absolutely takes chances oh definitely definitely and yeah you mentioned the acting and yeah that's the other thing this cast natalie portman oscar isaac jennifer jason lee yeah tessa thompson yeah i mean fantastic cast yeah. and still some of the characters there wasn't much to them. Right. They're super you know? one note, and, you know? I mean, even, even Natalie Portman's character, just, there wasn't a lot to her. And I mean, Jennifer Jason Lee's character. Um, I wish there was more there, uh, uh, like uh, character wise. And, and they had a little bit more, you know, acting to do, yeah. but, um, uh, you know, but, what, yeah. you, you know what uh, I think, um, I don't want to make this like a long discussion here, but you know what I think might have helped would be doing away with the uh, the whole story structure of it starting at the ends and then going back through. I think it, it right. I think it might have been better if it just started at the beginning, went through the character development, and then got to the shimmer. Um, I think that might have might have helped as far as especially in the, like the acting and character development uh, uh, parts of this this movie right i don't know yeah or or it would have been cool yeah. if it was just a messed up uh nature documentary like i said earlier <laughs> that would be cool too <laughs>
but we definitely like this movie. I, I'm glad we're in, we're in agreement on that. Um, we didn't love it, but we liked it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, that that's it. Uh, that that is the end of uh, the the first episode. I'm gonna do a little uh, post uh, piece, which I'll be doing on all the episodes. But at least for our conversation, that's the end of it. Uh, thank you, Chad, for being the first co-host on this. Oh yeah, no, that's great. And, and I just want to say, I, I, I like. I, I, as I say, I, I love the the concept of this show, and you know, I think uh, uh, it. it you know discussing movies of course that's one of the things i love to do sure. and um i when i watch movies i that's what one of the things i see is i i, I see inspirations and i see um uh, movies that i love in other movies and and again uh getting getting inspired by watching something to go back and watch something else sure so like this podcast is all about all of that and i, and I really like that i think it's really cool awesome so um awesome. And, you know, I just want to say, uh, if I had an award of some type, I would give it to you. Um, but congratulations. We made it through this first episode. You did not bring up Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought for a second you would when you brought up Justice League. But it curved to the side, though. I, I was on the edge of my seat when you brought up Justice League for a second. <laughs> <laughs> And and that was it wasn't it that it was just about CGI because yeah you know Justice League and Gods of Egypt are two uh, that people just dog like crazy <laughs> about how horrible the CGI is and I defend them yeah. and I defend them like what are you talking about CGI all CGI is CGI there you go. and then of course here I am bad mouthing CGI oh, damn it <laughs> next oh. time next time I'll 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 come. Uh, with lots of uh, Zack Snyder to talk about. Nice, nice, awesome. All right, man. Well, <laughs> well thank you. Uh, this was awesome. Thanks. Right. Well, that was it. That was the first episode of Piecing It Together. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Chad for being my first uh, guest co-host. I have about uh, five friends who are all big movie fans like myself and like Chad who are going to be co-hosts in the future. And we're just going to have a revolving uh, list of hosts that are going to help me out doing these conversations. Um, but I'm sure we'll have Chad plenty of times in the future because... We love watching movies and talking about movies. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to this first episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media. It's Piecing Pod pretty much everywhere. Uh, at Piecing Pod on Twitter. Uh, Piecing It Together podcast on Facebook. Um, I, I have an Instagram, Piecing Pod, but there's nothing on there. Uh, yeah, just make sure to follow us on all that. Share the show. Rate the show. Um, I don't think it'll be up on iTunes yet by the time you're listening to this, but wherever you're listening to it, if there's a rating system, rate it, leave us a review. Uh, if it is on iTunes, go ahead, do it. That's awesome. And please send me some feedback. I want to know how you like the show. I want to know what you want to hear on the show. Uh, if there's something you didn't like, what you did like, all that, please send me some feedback. Uh, we're going to hopefully do the next one here in the next week or two. 
and uh, my goal is to do one every other week, hopefully, uh, maybe more often, but at least one every other week. And uh, I think I think it went well. I, I think it went really well, as well as I could have hoped that it would. So I'm very happy with it. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thank you. <laughs>